Hi, my name is Kimberly Alexander, best-selling author of The Results Map, Business and Life Strategies to Get What You Want. And we are on Act Local Marketing for Small Business. Act Local Marketing for Small Business, episode 134. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business. This is episode 134, and I am the boomer gal, Kaylin Amadio. Every week here at Act Local Marketing, you know I share a strategy that I call today's takeaway. That's where I give you at least one action item that you can walk away with now, and I'm hoping that you will implement it so that it can help you grow your business. And I also invite a special guest expert each week to help you with another aspect of the growth of your business. I'm all about the growth of your business. That's what Act Local Marketing for Small Business is about, helping you grow it. So today's guest is returning to the show. She is so smart and practical. I just love her, and I know you will too, so stay tuned. My guest and I can carry on and on and on and on. We could talk forever, so I want to keep today's takeaway short for you. I know it's going to come up in our interview, and that's the topic of mind mapping. So let me get straight to the takeaway, today's takeaway. This is the promised action item that you can take with you. I have likely discussed before a mind map is a diagram. It's used to visually organize information. So, for example, an infographic could be considered a mind map. A flow chart could be considered a mind map. I'm a visual person, so mind maps help me get complex ideas on paper in a way that makes sense to me. Here are a couple of my favorite mind map tools in case this style of organizing information appeals to you too. The first that I go to, this is often my first go-to, right? My top of the list is called Bubble Us, which can be found online. And listen now because it's a little bit of a crazy URL. Bubble Us is actually at B-U-B-B-L dot U-S. Get it? B-U-B-B-L dot U-S. Now, another mind map tool I use is Mind42, which can be found at Mind and the digits 42. Mind, digit 4, digit 2, mind42.com. Both Bubble and Mind42 are online applications. I prefer the online versions rather than downloading software to my computer because then I can get to it wherever I am, whether it's from my iPad or my laptop or my desktop computer, no matter where I am in the world, I can always get to these tools when there's some things floating around in my head that I want to get down on paper. Now, here's a list of other mind map tools that I have not uh, personally used all of them, but mind maps are like paint colors. Everyone has their own idea of what looks best. So you might want to check some of these out if you don't like my two preferred. So look for MindMeister, that's one. Uh, iMindMap, you know, like iPod or iKalen, the name of my corporation, it's uh, the letter I, mind map. Another one is called XMind, which I have seen many other uh, business people use. It's, it seems like it's pretty popular. Another one is Poplet, Mindomo, M-I-N-D-O-M-O, or Mind Manager. These are but a few. There are more. If you Google the phrase mind mapping tools, you'll find lots of articles on this subject. So, drop me a line 
as always, you can catch me at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. And I can help you put together your own mind map for a marketing plan. It's a good use of, of the tool. I use it to build my marketing plans or to plan just a particular project within an overall plan. And that is today's takeaway. Please connect with me. Go find me on Facebook or Twitter or Google+, YouTube, Pinterest, you know the drill. Uh, Follow me so that I can get to know you better. I would like to interact with you. And please tell your social media followers about the podcast, actlocalmarketing.com, available on iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, And if you belong to iTunes, go leave me a review in the iTunes stores. Those reviews are very helpful to me. It's time for a quick break, but when we come back, my returning guest, Ellen Rohr, is here, and she is stepping to the front of the room, so watch out. I feel so close to you right now. Tax Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Hey, Act Local fans, this is Kaylin Amadio, and I have an exciting announcement. Today, October 7th, 2014, I'm launching a new podcast to celebrate the realization of a dream. You've heard me speak often on Act Local about the book I've been writing. Well, that book is becoming a reality. I have a contract to publish The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media. Soon, baby boomers everywhere will have all my strategies and guidelines in one swell book that'll help them build a map to social media success. To help promote The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media and subsequent books in this series, I've put together The Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where boomers like me and like you can come together to learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. This podcast is 30 minutes in length and comes in both audio and video formats. I interview guest experts on business, finance, health, wellness, longevity, food, sex, dating, and more. You don't want to miss this next chapter in my life because I'm going to help you live yours more fully. Check out boomersultimateguidepodcast.com. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome back. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. And I am so happy you can hear the smile in my voice, can't you? Because I'm welcoming back a guest that I just love, Ellen Rohr, the plumber's wife turned business makeover expert. You know, once upon a time, Ellen got involved in her husband's company after his partner died unexpectedly. And boy, was she humbled. It seemed like lots of money was moving through the company, but at the end of the month, there was never any money left. Thankfully, Ellen found terrific mentors, savvy contractors who taught her how to keep score in business, how to put a simple business plan together, and how to make money. Ellen started Bare Bones Biz, a venture capital and consulting company back in 1995 to help folks of all ages turn their big ideas into successful businesses. She is also a successful franchiser herself, helping launch a plumbing franchise to 47 locations and $40 million in sales in under a two-year period of time. Now she is the president of Zoom Drain and Sewer, LLC. She is a columnist for Huffington Post, PHC News, and a contributor to many business journals and trade magazines. She provides in-the-trenches insight that business owners can really relate to. And Ellen is also the author of four 
business basics books. That's a tongue twister. Business <laughs> basics books. And I'm going to name them for you so that you know to, to look for them online. Where did the money go? It's the first one. Second one is how much should I charge? That's a great question. The third one is the bare bones biz plan. And the fourth one, which I think we're going to concentrate on today, is the weekend biz plan. So, Ellen, welcome back to Act Local Marketing. You are adorable. I am so happy to be here. And I can hear the smile in your voice. It is so much fun to chat with you. So, yay, we get to talk about business planning. That's kind of like talking about dieting, isn't it? There, well, I don't know about that. Maybe. It might be that painful to some people. I think, but you know, not I'm unlike to, dieting, you know, if I'm you little changes every day, keep moving forward, follow the plan, know what your goal is, what the end game is, and you will get there. Well, the we the weekend biz plan is is our topic today, and I was laughing as you were uh, uh, listing my books. The fourth book that I've written is the weekend biz plan, and it is super skinny. It's got pictures in it. Everything I do just keeps getting simpler. And I tell you what, the simpler you make everything in your business, the bigger you can take your business, the more money you can make. Simple is the key. And you're also going to have more life, more time. So we're going to talk about how to do that today. I'm so happy that we've got this topic. That is so cool. And, you know, a lot of these kinds of concepts, same is true in marketing. You mm -hmm. talk about simple, right? It's counterintuitive to people. Yes. That the more they dumb something down, the more they slenderize it, the more they cut away down to something very basic, the easier it gets and the more profitable they become. And somehow that doesn't seem possible. It's, and it's so true. And I think that's why we love each other is that we're aligned with that philosophy. The simpler you make it, the bigger you can take it, the more impact that you can have. And the same with business planning. Now, I, I teased about dieting, but it is kind of like that. When I bring up business planning with uh, other entrepreneurs or my clients, they're like, oh, really? Do I have to? I think I've got one somewhere. You know, they start digging around. We want to debunk some of the myths, some of the, the issues that you might have with business planning. Because like dieting, if you're on a strict diet, that's no fun. But if you start eating better, you're going to feel good. You're going to get some immediate results. And the way I approach business planning, I think you're going to find the same results in your business. Things are going to start moving. You're going to make more money. You're going to have a little more clarity and we're off to the races. Excellent. So, um, um, so the idea of business planning, I thought, what if we truncated the amount of time people spend on it? Now there are great tools out there. There's traditional business planning tools, um, you can go online and you can find them and you can fill in the blanks. And, and if you've done one of those, I'm going to suggest you trot that out. Go find it. Go blow the dust off of it and, and bring it back to, to your desk. Because if you open up that business plan, if you've ever done one and you, and you review it, what you're going to find is that there are some things that have come to pass. Mm -hmm. the, the creative process of moving from thought form to physical form starts with typing it or drawing it or writing it out. That's the creative process. You move from non-form to form just by writing. And as you do that, some things are going to click, click, click right now come to pass. And that's a pretty powerful reminder of, um, of what you're capable of. If you've got a plan, build on that. If you've never done a plan before, like I, I'm, I told you we're in the studio here, we're filming this business planning program, we're calling it the unbusiness plan, you know, could we take a fresh approach to this? And this kid walks into the studio, he's like 20 years old, and he says, you don't need a business plan. Nobody uses a business plan anymore. And I just secured, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I just secured $50,000 in venture capital. This is what this kid says. Right. And you know what? He's right. He didn't need a business plan or he didn't need, let's say, a traditional business plan. Yeah. See, you and I were talking about that before we actually started uh, recording the interview for other people to hear. And I had told you my own story about. Yes, here, let's here, share here, this. Yeah. Here's here's my problem as an entrepreneur. Right. I grew up in a time when I was told, here's the way things are done. Follow this course. Do things the way they've always been done. And it's never quite fit. Mm -hmm. Right. It makes me shrug my shoulders. It makes me go, mm, yeah, but I don't really like that. But everyone says this is the way you're supposed to do it. And I constantly suffer from that. Everyone says I should do things this way, but yet it never quite feels right. And I, mm -hmm. I always felt a little guilty in the first few years of my business that I didn't write down a formal business plan. I would go out, like you talked about, and, and look those things up online. You can download templates and it's a bunch of 
boring stuff. You're guessing about a lot of it. It's, it's, it wasn't visual enough to me. And I have told my audience before that I really like mind mapping, which mm-hmm. is more of a visual process where, you know, you draw the bubbles. It's sort of like a flow chart and you're connecting the ideas and the thoughts to one another and putting, I sort of make an outline out of it afterwards. And every year, I go through that process with my business again, and I refer to it several times throughout the year. What am I doing? Have I finished these things that I said I was going to finish? Am I off track? Am I on track? Did that really work? Eh, you know, maybe we'll draw an X through that section altogether. That wasn't really yep. working. But I use it to keep propelling me forward. And a friend of mine pointed out, well, that is a business plan. You're doing a business plan. You're just doing it your way. Exactly. And by my definition, that is absolutely a business plan. I define business planning like this. Anything that helps you gain clarity about what you want, to f- uh, uh, helps you focus your intention and moves you to aligned action, moves you to take some action that will move you in the general direction of that vision, of that intention, of that, you know, of the, the clarity of focus, right? Mm-hmm. So focus and, and, and action is what a business plan can do for you. And the what you just described is an excellent way to do it. If you're more visual, then Kaylin's idea is a great one for you. If you're more linear, if you're a left brain thinker, if you like things nice and tidy, if the, if you lit up when she said the word outline, then you <laughs> might you might go to, you know, wellsfargo.com has a freebie at their business planning resource center that is excellent. You fill in the blanks, it saves it for you. You can come back and check your work. There's programs out there. Use those if that's the way you're designed. Or, you know, do the pieces of it that resonate with you and leave some pieces out. Don't do it if it makes you feel, Ugh. you know, let the, the, the thing I loved most about the story you were sharing is that it inspires you. You look at it and you go, wow, I've done that. Or you cross that out. You know what? I don't even want to do that. I don't know why I put that up there. It's oh, I'm over it. You know, it's inspiring you to take action and to make some things happen. So that's a really important part of the whole business planning process. If it's a drudge, if, oh, I have to do it, then don't even bother. But this kid now, when I, when I pressed this kid a little bit, I said, now, wait a minute, somebody gave you 50 grand and never asked why you needed that money or what you were going to do with it or how they're going to get paid back. And he said, oh, well, yeah, I put together this thing called a business canvas. And in the, in the tech world, I'm hearing that phrase quite a bit. And a business canvas is a one-page business plan that talks about the different areas of your business. So the, the key questions in business planning are the journalistic questions, Kaylin. What do you want to do? Why are you doing this? How much money do you want to make? How much are you going to charge? How are you going to get things done? By when do you want to have some of these things done? If you just asked and answered those questions and jotted them down, you would have a very high-functioning business plan. And in essence, that's what that kid did, only he just called it a different name. So that's why we're exploring different ways you can approach approach business planning. The the weekend business plan, what I, I attempted to do there and um, um, I want to alert your, you, dear listener, that we've got a great freebie we're giving away this at my website. So Can fantastic. I do this? Yes, I'm please. excited about this. We thought we would make this super easy. We're going to be. This is a, an absolute freebie. If you type in Ellen Rohr, E L L E N R O H R, that's my name, ellenrohr.com forward slash A C T. For, for act, act marketing, local. Yeah. for act local. And um, so ellenroar.com forward slash ACT. I'm giving a copy of the weekend biz plan and nine little forms that you can use to create your business plan. You can three hole punch them, put them in a binder. You can do it all on your iPad. You can just read the book and be inspired. But the idea of the weekend biz plan was based on feedback I'd gotten with my clients. You know, I, I, I can't take six weeks to put a business plan together. You know, how fast could I make it happen? And I thought, well, what if you took a weekend? What if you farmed out the kids and the old folks and you went away for a weekend or put your, you know, phone uh, in the car or in the trunk and you just created a little space for yourself to think about what you wanted and jot some things down? What would that weekend look like? So the book, The Weekend Biz Plan, is a little agenda for you. Oh, Here's cool, what you can I, do. Because that's exactly what I was going to say. Okay, what does this weekend look like? Give me a picture. 
please. So Friday, yeah. So Friday night, this is where you do the logistics. You know, if you've got kids, you've got people, you get rid of everybody, right? You know, just you, if there's more than you in the business, if you have a partner plan this so that the two of you can go together. Mm -hmm. right that you have a chance to to reflect so friday night get yourself get your supplies you might need some paper a three-hole punch a marker a flip chart you know get yourself some 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 office supplies and now starting saturday morning throughout the course of the day i've laid out the different aspects the different elements of a business plan the very first exercise is perhaps the most important exercise and i call it the perfect life essay Mm. start Saturday morning by writing, even if there's two of you, this is an independent exercise. This is the one exercise you do alone, even if your partner's there with you, where you write an essay of what your perfect life would be. Now, you could dictate this if you'd rather not write. Um, you could use a vision board here. That would be fine. Or you could write out, I wake up at what time mm -hmm. and with whom and um, what do you do? Right? What do you do? You have breakfast? Do you go for a walk? Do you read something spiritually uh, fulfilling? Do you go to work? If you go to work, what is it that you do at work? And when you walk into work, do you go to an office? Do you work at home? As you describe your day in order, like go through the day mm -hmm. and lay claim to what you really, 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 really want, this exercise is so incredibly powerful. Like one of the things I learned from doing this exercise is I like to work. And you know, I like to work about two hours a day. <laughs> and I like to work where I am doing just what we're doing right now, inspiring someone to start or fix and grow their business. Because business means freedom. If you've got a profitable business, you're manufacturing your own money, you have more options. This is a way to expand freedom for yourself and everybody else on the planet. I love what I do, but I've realized that the piece that I love the most is what you and I are doing right now. And the time that I would want to spend on it is not 20 hours a day. So as you start to lay claim to what it is you really, really want, now you have clarity. And from your perfect life exercise, you're going to find some of the inspiration you need to get your business plan kicked off. Because so often, Kaylin, if this has ever happened to you, you can raise your hand, but I know you know people who, who've, who've done this. They sacrifice their life for their business. Yeah. And that's backwards. Yeah, it happens too often. It happens too often. In fact, I talk about my partner who died. He worked himself into a snit, you know, absolutely stressed out and then punched out. Mm -hmm. And he was 33 years old. Ugh, that is so sad. And, and it, it's really colored my philosophy when it's come to business. This business should be fun. Don't let me or Kaylin or anybody tell you what you want. But this time spent where you think about what you want, we don't honor thinking time in the Western culture. We're all about action. Yeah. And if we just pause long enough to say, well, wait a minute, am I on, am I on a path that I can live with? Where, where is it that I want to go? And not so much for the getting anywhere, but for enjoying the journey on the way for, for being on a path that's going to, you know, uh, be joyful to you, be adventurous and, and, and fun and interesting and challenging to you. That's what this weekend is about. So if you start with that perfect life exercise, then we can get into some traditional business planning elements. Like for instance, you could spend some time on a mission statement for your company. Now, the way I laid out the weekend is I give you these tasks and then tell you like set the timer and then stop. Because okay. you may or may not be inspired in an hour to come up with the rock and mission statement. Sometimes inspiration happens, sometimes it doesn't, but it helps to at least give that inspiration a little bit of space to work in. Right. So if you spent an hour on the mission statement and you noodled the question, why am I doing this? What's the point? What's the purpose? For me, I came up with the word freedom expanding mm -hmm. freedom through extraordinary business. You can make your own money. You're more free than if you didn't do that. I love that. Now that took me more than an hour to come up with. In fact, it's taken my, me my whole life, one might say, but for you to spend a little bit of time reflecting on a mission statement you already have or allowing yourself a little bit of inspiration to write down some words at the end of the hour, stop and then move on to the next exercise. It's not, it's totally fine to have an unfinished business plan. And here's a clue. It's never done. The way you described your, your mind mapping, yeah. it's dynamic, it's fluid, it's changing. That's true. It's absolutely true. And you know what? It's, it's so good of you to give people permission 
Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's that's something that we do to ourselves often is we feel like we don't have permission to say, you know what, I, uh, I'm i not feeling this right now or I, I just can't do this. You're right. The business plan is not a, a finished document that you're going to now live with the next 10 years. Yeah. Just put the first draft in or the third yeah. draft in and just jot it down. My mission today, this word came up for me. This night now might be an exercise that you and your partner circle up on. And you just like play, explore some words, do some mind mapping with words, get on uh, your iPad and do some thesaurus or word association apps. Those are fun. Find some words that resonate, jot them down, and then move on to the next exercise. One of the exercises I recommend is to come up with a list of goals. Okay, based on your mission, based on now moving from pure thought form to now some physical form, what are a few goals we could jot down? And goals are to have by when statements. I want to have a million dollars in sales by 12-31-2015. I want to have five trucks all tricked out to run my food truck business by 2018 or something. There are two have by when statements and you make them up. There is no goal police who comes and gets your dog or your firstborn if you don't hit them. (laughs) That is so funny because that's another thing that, you, you know, I've talked with people about the definition of success, right, in your business. And it took me a while to figure out that I had my definition of success wrong, and that was one of my obstacles. Ooh, let's hear this. Right? So it's important, I would think, as as part of your process when you're figuring out what does my ideal life look like and to remember what you think success is. It's not always money right? Or it's not always fame, or it's not always these things that that we've been told success is. Yeah. So I think it's important to to really understand what success means to you and to be okay with that, regardless of what the rest of the world tells you success is. You are my soul sister. Yes. And that's the idea of this perfect life exercise to kick things off is that's what you said you wanted. Would you be okay with that? No matter what anybody else says is important or is required so often i mean there's a lot of um activity and action around entrepreneurism i don't know if i'm even saying that word right but you know being a business owner is popular right now and there's a lot of help online and there's television shows and shark tank and all this groovy stuff but i think that sometimes people look at this and think well i'm never going to have a a a million dollar business or a hundred million dollar business maybe your perfect business is ten thousand a year right and you've got a great job and that's just going to make the difference to your family for education or dance lessons or a, a good vacation that may do it for you and don't let anybody take you off track this is what's so cool about a business of your own is that you're the boss of you and if you set some goals and you hit them, great. If you don't hit them, change them. It doesn't matter. The idea is that you just are creating a vessel, some some form into which your dreams can manifest. If you don't give them some kind of form, they won't happen. But the form can change. And so you put those goals down and then you detach yourself to the outcome. That'd be great if I had a million dollars in sales by the end of the, the year. Now, what are some things that I could do to make that happen. And this is where business planning moves from this ethereal intention to aligned action. Now, of the two, I bet on intention every time. If you're really clear on what it is that you want, then I believe the whole universe will conspire to help you get there. You're going to find little miracles all along the way if you're paying attention. And the joy of this life that we have here is that we get to make things happen. We get to put our our hands in the clay so that the action we take because it seems fun or adventurous or challenging for us. And so we set the goal and then we move in that direction because that's where the stories come from, not because you're going to do it perfectly or not because you hit that goal on the exact date. That's not as important as just moving these things into form so that you can move towards your perfect life. I know this sounds a little metaphysical, but you know what? I'm just living my dream anymore and I'm not letting anybody else Im- impose on me what that is. Yep, exactly. Let me ask you a question about, about goal setting. Okay. I've heard it argued each way, and I want your opinion. Okay. When you set goals for yourself, 
Do you think it's important to declare them to other people or keep them to yourself? Oh, I just learned something from somebody else, and I am trying to think who this was. I should give him credit. This isn't me, but I love it so much. And the 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 advice was, when it's an I quit goal, like I want to quit smoking, you right. announce it. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. and yep. if it's um, an I want goal, you may keep it only to those people who are going to honor, honor it. And I thought, now that's that's interesting. So yeah. the I quit goal, you say, okay, I'm going to quit smoking. So now you've created these folks, these touch points. But here's maybe a, a, another look at this too. When I set goals, I it, it, telling them or not telling them, if you don't feel safe telling that goal, if someone's going to you know pee in your punch bowl, right, then right. don't tell them. Only tell someone who you feel is going to be supportive of that group. You don't have to tell everybody. Right. Tell do do tell people who are going to be excited about it. And certainly you and your partner should do the goal setting together. But when I set goals, another tip is if the goal is so big that I don't believe it on any level and it's collapsing <laughs> me, right. I dial it back a little bit. Okay. But I want it big enough that it juices me up. So in other words, don't do just a gimme. Don't do a lay down. Well, I'm going to put, you know, 50,000 in sales because last year we did 55. So I know I could do at least 50. Make it a little juicier. You know, right. get something that's going to challenge you, but not so big that it collapses you. Right. That you, Yeah, you fall under the weight of it. What do you think about that question, though? What are What's your latest philosophy on whether to tell or well, not it's tell? Well, it's an interesting question because I thought it was important to tell people your goal so that in some way you feel held accountable. Yeah, I can it. see that. But then I I had a conversation with a friend that said, yeah, but if you state your goals out loud to people as if they're, you know, like this is happening, this is done, in some ways your mind says, yeah, that's already accomplished, let's move on to something else, even though it's not really accomplished yet. You sort of lose the drive of wanting to achieve it because your mind sort of tricks you out. I don't know. So yeah. I don't know. And my, my ultimate thing, like I'm a very rational person. I like to, you know, A to B, Yeah. but I, I always balance it with the gut check. Does that feel like something fun? Is that something that's going to inspire me? Is that going to give me enough reason to come into work on a day that's, that's feeling a little uh, uh, off? You know, I try and pick things that make me feel good. So that's the, that's the, um, the yin yang of it. Yeah, you know, and people I'm, shouldn't I'm not... underestimate that part either. The yeah, the gut especially check. those of us who are who can be analytical, you know, at uh -huh. times, don't underestimate the gut check. Yeah, you know, don't uh, push it aside because it's not logical, right? Now, the, you need to the, yeah. listen to that. And and so the rest of the the weekend, I've got exercises for you that are very traditional. Like once you set your goals then put together a little budget. And what you might realize is, you know what? I really have got to get my financials together. This budget is still a little weird. I don't have a lot of evidence. As you go through the weekend, I want you to start keeping a list of projects and to-dos mm -hmm. that you need to do. All right? So as you, you get to the exercise, I'm putting a budget together. A lot of people are like, oh, man, I haven't even finished up last year. I'm behind on my accounting. So instead of fussing about it, just write that down. Okay, that's something I'm committing to. And then I've got to get this budget finished. So you might get the budget done during the time allotted, or you might get it started. Mm -hmm. And you might add one or two to-dos or projects that you put on this master list. I call it a master list of projects and to-dos. You can keep it in Trello or Basecamp or Evernote. Or you can go old school and do it in a notebook. But here's the key. Post-its are the enemy. Either electronic or paper, little slips of paper all over your life are just confusing. <laughs> so just create one list where everything goes for starters. And then it can spin off into different projects as you elevate a few projects to top project status. Does this make sense? It does make sense. So how do you decide what the top projects are? Oh, you'll love this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because <laughs> I thought more... sure I was going to have some formula come back oh, to yeah. me. Okay. Well, I, another one of my uh, mentors, Al Levy, says you can pick projects that are going to solve a problem or capitalize on an opportunity. Good idea. However, what I found is if you work through the weekend and you spend some time on your financial plan and on your marketing plan, 
right? These are key elements of any business plan. You're going to get started on those things, but you're going to also then have this list adding up, adding up, adding up that has a lot on it. Maybe it has a hundred projects that you need to do. By the way, the difference between a project and a to-do is a to-do is a one-off, like call your mother, and a project has a bunch of to-dos in it, like throw a birthday party for your mother. Okay, so you've got this long list. The to-dos can either get done right off of the list, call your mom, or they can be put on the calendar. I've got to do this at this time. The projects are going to need time, energy, and resources. They're a little bit more complicated. So if you picked from this list of 100, no more than five projects that you're going to call top projects. And if you put time on the calendar, and if you go through those journalistic questions, what do we need to do with this project? Why are we doing it? Who do I need to do it? By when? How are we going to do it? If you spend some time on those projects, you can either delegate them or do them yourself or you and your partner. If there's just the two of you can decide, I'll do this one, you do that one. Or you get uh, an outside vendor to help. As you get a project done, then you go to the master list and you pull another one up. And you focus your attention just on those five at a time. The miracle here, Kaylin, is that you become someone who gets things done in the direction of their dreams. I just got goosebumps even saying that. Right. Do you see how yeah. powerful that is? Yeah. So it doesn't really matter which project you pick, just get going. Right. Forward momentum. You'll get them all done. You'll get them all done in time. You're going to learn something. Some of them are going to be a waste of time. And you go, oh, well, I won't do that again. Some of them are going to cause you to add more things to your list, to go back and change your goals. This whole thing is dynamic. So once a week, and this is where the weekend biz plan ends, At the end of Sunday, like Sunday mid-afternoon, we give you a little time to play. So all day Saturday, the morning on Sunday, by Sunday mid-afternoon, what I'm going to ask you to do is block out your calendar. Refer to your business plan, whatever you created. Get inspired. Refer to your master projects list and identify a couple of top projects. Then go to your calendar and block out your next week. Now, make sure you put the kids game on, make sure you put your eyebrow wax and your trip to the gym, you know, put your whole life on this one calendar, but make sure there's a little bit of project time in there so that before the week just takes off like a bullet, you're disciplining yourself to work, as Michael Gerber says, on the business and not just in it, in it, in it all day long. I tell you, I live by... uh time blocking in my calendar yes. and like you said and i have different categories of stuff i have personal things mm-hmm. i have things for my kids you know doctor's appointments business uh do you work. color code it i do color code it man yeah because i you're a visual person That's i can right. see that that it's would gotta be, helpful. be different colors and mm-hmm. i block out time in my calendar work i'm doing for clients right it's all in there and i stick to it the best i can things happen you know stuff comes up you massage it but I can look back over relatively short periods of time and especially over long periods of time. My God, I can look back and see the tons of progress that I've made. That's like your analogy of dieting. Yeah. Right? You it's stick just a little to the discipline. game plan. Yeah, a little yep. discipline along the way. You stick to the game plan. When you go off course, you get back on course. And when you look back over time, you accomplish a tremendous amount of stuff working uh, on your business. See, I think the problem- And on your life. Yeah, exactly. In fact, our new tagline for ellenroar.com is business uncomplicated, life unleashed. Because as you simply, do you love that? As you simplify your business, you free up the time. So I think the problem with most traditional business plans is that they're static. They're a one-off. There's no um, leap the springboard into action that things are actually going to move and change and stuff's going to happen. I mean, some will just magically happen. That's why if you just write it, some things are going to come to pass. That's what's so cool. But for you to, you know, accelerate this process and to really enjoy the, the creation in, in process, as opposed to waiting for someday when all my dreams will come true. You know, if you want to really embrace this life, then that business plan moving into action is such, such a, a cool thing. So we start big picture and then we end up on Sunday afternoon with a commitment to this master list of projects and to-dos and your calendar and a weekly meeting where you're going to review your business plan and then take some discipline over your time. 
right. that this is this is what I'm going to, these are the, the vessels I'm going to create so that I can manifest what it is that I want as opposed to being at the effect of my customers, my kids, my husband, my, you know, everybody else in this world. I'm going to carve out some time and do me because when I do that, that is when I am overflowing and full up and then have the very most to give. Yeah, you know, I really am all about laying claim to what you want out of business and out of life. We are all well served when you lay claim to what it is you really, really want. And this business planning um, approach, you know, uh, as, as however you want to do it is going to help you live, the, live your best life. I love what you suggested with the mind mapping. I love mind mapping to 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 be creative and using it as a business plan is such a great idea, Kayla. Yeah, it, it's great. There is there's a quote from um, President Eisenhower that he supposedly said, um, "Plans are useless, but planning is invaluable." Oh, that's perfect. Right. That is so and, you good. Know, that's, yes. a, that's a five star general. And you can you can understand, you know, when you're running a war, a world war. Right. Exactly what he means. Right. The plan itself probably never exactly comes past. But the process of planning leaves you ready for all the things that might come about so that you can you can take advantage of opportunities. You know when something is wrong. Right. And you can keep moving the whole thing forward. When um, uh, I've never been in the military, but I'm very, you know, respectful and impressed by people who have and with owners I've worked with who've had military backgrounds or some of their team members, you know, I'll ask them, well, you know, how did they do that? And procedure seems important. And, you know, I've learned so much from them, but for every mission, they're going to plan it, engage it and debrief it, yeah. plan, engage, debrief, plan, engage, debrief. Yeah. We call that at, um, at ellenroar.com, we, we've started calling that dream, act, test, dream, act, test, you know, so yeah. you put your plan together, you take some action, and then you you measure, am I on track? Is this what I wanted to do? And those see how simple these processes are. And I encourage you, you know, Kaylin and I are here sharing ideas, and you are such a wealth of information, not just the information you have, but thank you for bringing me and all, all the guests that you, you um, expose us to at some point dear business owner you bring all this through your filter and you decide what pieces you're going to use and then you lay claim to them right you don't need to use everything you you find the ones that resonate with you and then dream act test make use of this information don't feel like you have to do everything and you cannot do this wrong <laughs> yep yep put it all to work for you uh, yeah. this is fantastic can you hold on through a quick break yes okay oh i have so many more questions I, you know i could talk to you all day long i love it when you come I on know. the show i'm so happy we have so much fun so dear listener as ellen has been calling you we're going to take a very quick break but when we return i have some specific questions for ellen that you are going to enjoy and want to implement in your business. She's going to help you solve a few problems because she knows how to do that. She is a professional entrepreneur. She can help you solve <laughs> your problems. So yeah, we're going to take a very quick break. And when we return more with Ellen Rohr. Tax Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Once there was a smart baby boomer that loved her business. She knew that to grow it, she would need marketing. So she went for a search on the internet and came across all sorts of social media. She went on all the sites and opened accounts, but after starting profiles on all of them, she began to feel overwhelmed. To do all the marketing experts told her to do was just too big a task. She needed a change. Because she was a smart entrepreneur, she chose two of the popular social media sites to market her business. But after months and months, it didn't seem to make any difference. And she saw other savvy business owners using different sites here and blogging over there. 
when suddenly she noticed more clever baby boomers going to iKalen.com and leaving so happy she just had to see for herself. iKalen.com helped her make a marketing plan to grow her business that wasn't too big and wasn't too little. It was just right. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Hey now, it's Kaylin Amadio, and you have been listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business, and my friend Ellen Rohr is here, the business makeover expert. You know, she has a fantabulous freebie prepared for us because we're special. You know you're mm-hmm. special because you listen to Act Local Marketing. So you're going to be able to go to ellenrohr.com, that's E-L-L-E-N-R-O-H-R.com forward slash act for Act Local Marketing. And she's going to have ready for you um, the weekend biz plan that you can download and nine worksheets that will help you get started. And if you can look at your calendar, and the, this summer is a great time. You know, come on, things slow down a little bit. I know for me, my kids are all out of school, so there's no carpooling. There's no tugging me in various directions. More of my time is my own to do with as I please. You can spend a weekend getting your dream business plan together. And I'm not I'm not joking when I say your dream business because that's really what it's about. You know, Ellen keeps using the word freedom mm-hmm. in terms of being a business owner. And that's that's my number one word in in being a business owner. I am a business owner because I like my freedom. I like the freedom to do with my time what I want. That's my number one thing. That's why I'm a business owner. So if you too are an entrepreneur, if you want to be the boss of you, or you've been trying to be the boss of you for a while, but things aren't quite working out right, go get this freebie at ellenroar.com forward slash act, and that's going to help you get started. Now, I have some very specific questions for you that might solve some problems for people. You ready? Okay, let's we'll try, do it. We'll yes. try and rattle them off quick. And I know okay. I've asked you some of these before, but it's been a while since since we've talked about them. So okay. one of the things that people struggle with sometimes is creating their selling price. Excellent. One of my favorite topics. Um the in the in the in light of our business planning conversation, one of the elements of a business plan or a subset of the business plan is the financial plan. And let me define this a little bit because it's going to answer this question. The financial plan is when you set financial goals, and that's what budgeting is. Another weird word that, you know, we think, oh, you got to put a budget together. But a budget is so exciting because what you get to do in a budget is dream, what do I want to have for expenses? What do I want to pay myself? What do I want to spend on trucks and in uniforms and, and great benefits and everything? And you put all those expenses together, and then you come up with a sales goal that's bigger than those expenses to your desired amount of profit. That's mm-hmm. all it is. And now we've got some goals. You can do it in dollars and percentages. In fact, one of the little forms I gave you is what I call the baby budget. You can do this budget on the weekend, easy peasy. So the budget does two things for us. One of us, one of the things it does is helps us set those financial goals for sales, expenses, and profit. And the other thing the budget does is it helps us come up with a reasonable selling price. So note, what I don't do is call my competitors and assume a fake Victoria Secret British accent voice and say, how much do you charge for a water heater or a, <laughs> please, a class? Sir, or, some more? <laughs> please, sir, exactly. How much for that porridge? So I don't do that. What I do is I base my selling prices on my cost of doing business. Now, if you sell services, if you sell your time, right? This is a plumber, um, an electrician, a handyman, a landscaper, a massage therapist, or um, someone who creates, creates websites, consultants. Exactly. So anyone who's creating who's exchanging their services with the widget of time 
the math for the selling price is really quite easy because you're going to take that total sales line, the total sales dollar from your budget, and you're going to divide it by the number of hours or days that you could work. Right. Okay. And if you have, say, 2,000 hours a year, and um, and I got that by multiplying 50 weeks by 40 hours a week. It makes the math really easy, okay? Right. So if I have 2,000 hours a year available to me, and I'm going to have to do business stuff, the admin, the finance, the marketing, maybe half the time, maybe I only have 1,000 billable hours a year. That makes the math easy, and it's also very realistic. Right. It becomes a simple right. math problem. Quite it's frankly. a math problem. Yeah. So if I want to make, if, if my top line is 200000 a year for my sales and I have a 1,000 hours in which to generate it, I'm going to have to charge $200 an hour somehow. Now, you don't have to charge time and material, but what you can do is create packages that deliver a result where inside that bid or proposal or package price is 200 bucks an hour right. or 300 right. and I'll tell you the greedier you get the more valuable you realize you are hmm. the more you spend on yourself and your great people the higher your prices are going to go so that so, actually leads me to another question okay okay so a lot of people are afraid to raise their prices they're afraid they'll lose yes. customers they're afraid people won't hire them is this true well, let's look at Starbucks, shall we? You know, I'm old enough to know that once upon a time you could get a cup of coffee for 39 cents. When I was a coffee shop waitress, I charged 39 cents for a bottomless cup of coffee. And there was no way on earth you could have told me that someone could charge $7.95 for a cup of coffee that would cost me another $7.95 to refill. And yet all day, every day, Starbucks is doing that. Yeah. So That's you incredible look to, when you think about it, right? Isn't it? Yeah. So you look to other industries who are doing that to get rid of your whiny excuses. And then it isn't a problem with your cheap customers. It's a problem with you not know how, knowing how to sell and market effectively. And that you can control. And that you could fix. And that you can decide. Hmm. You know, there may be some services you provide that you just can't figure out how to make them valuable enough that someone would pay more for them. But I, this is what I, you know, I work a lot with dirty jobs, guys. I've got the drain cleaning company. This is our philosophy. If we show up clean, sober, on time, dressed right, and use a checklist, we believe we're worth five times what other guys charge who don't do those things. Hmm. So what is it that makes you different and better? And notice in my industry, it's clean, sober, on time, dressed right, and use a checklist. These are simple things that we do that most of my industry does not. They are simple so what things. is yeah, so what is it about your industry? What do people hate about your industry? What if you called your customers and you said, What do you hate about putting a website together? They're gonna say things like, I hate it that I'm spending money that I don't know what the web developer is doing. I don't know if it's good or not, I don't know if it works or not. And if you can answer those questions for them, if you could say, we're going to put a website together, and this is how we measure the effectiveness of a website, and this is a list of the things that are going to be covered in the initial bid, and here's a list of add-ons that if you want to engage us to do, if you like how we're working together, that we could do to enhance the website. If you did that, you could charge five times what most web developers are charging because most of the time we feel completely at the effect of of this web developer and we don't know whether or not we got a good deal. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And so unless I know the value of what it is you're selling, I'm going to beat you up on price. You're going to sound like a commodity to me. You do a website. This guy says he'll do a website for 50 bucks. I'm going to go for the cheaper guy. This is a marketing challenge, a sales challenge, not a problem with pricing. Do you see the important difference there? Yeah, I do. So share with people some strategies for that marketing so that they're not getting complaints on the pricing. 
Well, one is to go look outside your industry. Go find someone who is kicking it as a high-priced provider of their services. And interestingly, in most industries, the industry leader is a high-priced provider. Mm -hmm. So copy them. What are they doing? Where are their features and benefits? What are they offering? I would also find a mentor. And this is really, really, really important. Find someone who's absolutely kicking it in your space but with whom you don't compete. This is where going to a webinar or an in-person convention is so helpful. So you're an interior designer and you go to convention and you find someone in Rhode Island and you're operating in, in San Diego. If that person is totally blowing you away with their marketing, befriend them. And I tell you what, no one is successful without having some mentorship, without having some people help them. And you ask five people to mentor you, someone's going to say yes. And you say to that person, listen, I'll help you if you help me. How are you getting your prices? What did you do? What are your market, what's your marketing strategy? And they will tell you, this is so easy. Right. The key is that you find someone with whom you don't compete. Another great um, way to do it is to talk to your customers and say, what do you hate about working with me? What do you hate about working with people in this space? Mm -hmm. You know, with plumbers, what we found once upon a time, I did, a, I worked with a company and we did a survey. What do you hate about plumbers? And you know what they said? They smell bad. Ooh. Oh, that's, isn't that gross? Yeah. I wouldn't have thought of that. I thought it was going to be uh, see, the, uh, you know, the plumbers crack. The plumber, well, dressed right. So where did, what did we come up with? Clean, sober, on time, dressed right. Right. So dressed right means you cannot be showing plumber's crack. And we promise that we will get our six foot 10 guy a shirt big enough and long enough that he doesn't have that embarrassing moment. We're not going to set him up to fail there. Right. So what you do is you find these ways that you can be different and better. Now, I, I talked about the... Um, uh, um, the the plumbing company and the the drain company. What we promised that the one plumbing company is would be on time. That's all we promised. That was the one promise we'd make would be on time. Why? Because no one expects their plumber to show up on time. Mm -hmm. That's all right. A and lot the, of those kinds of trades. Yeah, and at the drain cleaning company, what we promise is we'll get it fixed. We've got everything we need. If I can't do it, I got an army of guys. I got an army of tools. We will not leave you high and dry. We can fix this is what we tell people because that's the problem with drains. You get somebody, you get started, he makes a bigger mess and he disappears. Yeah, yeah. So what is it that you can do that's different and better? Now you're the marketer. Give me your best idea for selling at higher prices. Well, a lot of it has to do with the mindset, right? Of the individual charging the prices. What I find oh, it is so that true. They, for whatever reason, they don't believe that they're worth what they're actually worth. Oh, right? ding, 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 ding. So that's, that's, the, biggest, so that's true. the biggest hurdle. It's interesting because like with when I work with plumbers, they have, these are the guys that in school were told you're not good enough for college. You're going to go wear a patch instead of a suit. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of self-esteem issues. So someone will say, well, I'm just a plumber. And I'm like, okay, let's break this down. So you separate good water from bad. You've done more to pro promote survivability and health on this planet than anybody else. You've prevented more disease than doctors will ever cure. From my perspective, can you, do you have any idea how amazing you are? But they don't see it that way. And until they do, they're not going to be able to ask for two or three or $400 an hour, whatever's going to be required to make that company work. Right. And then something that I, uh, I think we were talking about it at the very beginning, and that is paring things down and making it simple. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's counterintuitive to do that. Um, the more you try and take on everything, I can help everyone with everything. Yeah. It's hard to charge high prices for that because it doesn't seem very exclusive. It seems like a commodity. And if you start to whittle away and say, I do this one thing for this one kind of business, suddenly that's very valuable. This is so good. So don't try and be Walmart. Walmart is a brutal existence, and you have to be really big. And people if you expect could, the lowest prices when they go to yeah, Walmart. Yeah, and they, they, that's great. Let them have that. Yeah. And if you're going to be a retail store, you've got to be point for point different from Walmart. And so that's why you don't want to compete for a, for a price. If you even start down that path, that game has been played and you lost. Yeah, you've already lost before you've begun. Yeah, you can't do it like they can do it unless you're them. 
So if you go the opposite direction, just by being higher priced, this is what my mama taught me. If it costs more, it's probably better. Now, all you've got to do is give me some reason to believe. I already am assuming it's probably better. Show me, tell me, give me three reasons. Give me one reason. Like I said, we just promised we'd be on time, and that was the reason why we were more expensive. What's your time worth, Mrs. Fernwicky? We're not going to leave you hanging all day. We're going to be there when we say we're going to be there. Wow, okay. And then always find ways to Mm over-deliver. You know, not only can can you be on time, Right. But you can be dressed properly and not smell. Mm-hmm. Right. Simple things. Yeah. But that, that hey. wasn't part of your promise. But hey, how refreshing. Yeah. And there find was no that for you. Crack and, you know, there was no smelly man, you know, in, in my home for five hours. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So for you, dear listener. What is it that makes you different and better? And one of the clues is it may even be in your perfect life exercise. It's going to be something you feel strongly about. It's going to be something that if I asked your team members, here's another clue. What do you, what does she go to the wall about? What is it that you do not want to jerk her chain over? Right. Right. Yeah. Things that, that you will not compromise on. Yeah, exactly. That's the word I'm looking for, that you are uncompromising about that element. That's probably your unique selling proposition. It's it's in there somewhere. And with, with your help, Kaylin, you can help them craft, you know, a, a tagline or a statement or advertising copy. It comes, you know, once you get the feel of it, then you can work with the words and the communication. And that, I tell you, that's part of your marketing plan. And that too is never done. And you're going to make some mistakes and you're going to try some stuff out. And then you're going to measure results and you're going to keep going. Yeah. And it's never done also because your goals, you know, you meet your goals and then you make new goals. So things, it's dynamic, like you said, and things are always changing. So you have to change your plan to move along with it. That includes your marketing plan. It includes your financial plans. The whole thing is a constantly um, growing, organic, you know, dynamic thing. So okay, do you have other questions? I do. We kind of we went. I knew we we could talk all day on that one. (laughs) We went deep dish on that one. And you know what we could do at some point? This is this is a fun topic. We might talk all about budgeting. Okay, when it comes to the financial plan, let's talk about that. And within the budget is also what are you going to budget for marketing? I bet you're not surprised to hear that most of my clients want to cut marketing out when they're not making enough money. Yes, I know. I know. Yeah, it's my constant, constant hurdle yeah with people and uh, yeah so that might be fun for us to play with uh, next time because that budget then is you know where you're going to get some confidence that you need to charge as much as you need to yeah you yeah. want to make it, it comes down to your self-esteem what you're worth and then what would that look like in terms of money you take out how do you pay great people to come work with you how do you buy nice things nice computers nice trucks your customer is well served when you deliver nice on every level once you get all those expenses together and you put that top line in then we can crunch some numbers for your selling price and then it becomes really Kaylin your area of expertise for how can we market and one of the recommendations I make in the weekend biz plan is to go find some gurus go find some people go online if you love Kaylin Kaylin you've got stuff on your website right to help sure. people with marketing sure yeah so adopt somebody if you're if you're uncomfortable with sales go check out Jeff Gittimer or Tom Hopkins or you know Kenny Chapman's one of my favorite guys uh, Harry Friedman you go you audition these guys and you download one of their videos and if you love them buy their book and if if you really love them, go to their webinar. And then you adopt a process that you can just plug and play into your plan. Yep, absolutely. Nice. You know I could talk to you all day long. I love you. You are so (laughs) wonderful. And thank you for spreading the good news and freedom across the planet of what a business can do for you. Oh, you're you're goodness. awesome. You're it's making a, be- a big it's difference. It's the best thing ever. Oh, come on. You're making a big difference. It's Everyone, fun. I'm glad we get to play. I know. I do, too. Everyone has to go visit ellenroar.com, E-L-L-E-N-R-O-H-R.com. Don't forget, if you go to forward slash act at ellenroar.com, she's got some great freebies for you along the lines of what we've been talking about, this weekend biz plan and some worksheets that can help you get started. I'm telling you, block out some time in your calendar. You you will never regret spending Yay. some time planning your and, life and, you know and your business. 
if you if you drop me a line at ellen at ellenroar.com and you say hey i put my plan together i have a question would you you know just let me know love it or go visit me on facebook ellen roar let's stay in touch because i learn from your experiences too so uh, let me know how it goes for you excellent ellen thank you so much for coming on act local marketing for small business thanks kaylin it's been great talking to you and you out there you know you're listening to act local marketing go over to actlocalmarketing.com every tuesday 1 p.m eastern time there's another new episode with wonderful guests like my friend ellen roar who are going to help you move your business at least one step further typically more but i only promise one see that way i can over deliver (laughs) one step further into prosperity and until next time i would love it if you would all take care join kaylin for more marketing madness each week on act local marketing it will leave you with more ideas more understanding and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level act local marketing for small business goes live every tuesday at 1 p.m eastern and can be found on itunes stitcher podbean and at actlocalmarketing.com have a question for Act Local? Email Kaylin at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kaylin a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.